0: Welcome to the Taylor and Jen podcast. Mornings with Taylor and Jen. It's like I can feel it almost coming, and then the pepper warriors fight it back.
1: Life 107.5. Arguably, the donut is one of the most perfect foods ever. <laughs> I I can't
0: argue with you on that. Seriously.
1: Recently, we celebrated National Donut Day. My son, Benjamin, um, I think... Decided to like get ready for National Donut Day okay. by priming the pump.
0: You prime the pump.
1: One day, not last week, but the week before, I came home and there were two boxes of Krispy Kreme donuts. Okay, on our counter, nice. two boxes. I was like, "Where are these from?" Well, they were at work. They were in the break room, and nobody else wanted to bring them home, so I grabbed them naturally. I was like, "Well, I'm on a diet." He's like, "Well, they're not for you." I said, really? Oh, well, okay. Well, I hope you're going to share with your sister and your girlfriend and your friends and whatever. He didn't. He didn't share with them. Taylor, he ate them all. Can you believe that? I mean, can you believe that? A dozen and a half. You can. I've
0: been an 18 year old boy before.
1: That is so much sugar and so many donuts. I bet
0: I could eat eight, like glazed donuts. I bet I could pound 18 glazed donuts
1: even at my in a month in in my
0: advanced age (laughs) you give me 24 hours 18 donuts
1: are you serious
0: that's less than a donut per hour
1: (laughs) oh my goodness i don't know i don't think you could i
0: would regret it but i I could do it (laughs) i could get it
1: done i don't think the question is should they do it i think the question (laughs) is how can they do it? Because we know that they can.
0: If you've got a story that ends in, I can't believe they ate the whole thing, we'd love to hear it. When
1: my daughter
2: was like 14, 15 years old, we were on a trip and She ate 18 pieces of bacon, hotel bacon, (laughs) the really drippy,
1: greasy kind. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at what point (laughs) did it stop being tasty and just became a dare of how many she could eat? Yeah, she
2: said there was nothing else good on the buffet counter that... All she could eat
0: was the bacon. So Sounds 18, 18 <laughs> pieces was the right number then?
2: Apparently so.
1: Wow!
0: <laughs> Those uh, red blood cells are having to go sideways through her veins.
1: <laughs> right? I think my arteries just hardened yeah. just listening to that story. Bear hug for your arteries. <laughs> yes, yes. You can't believe they ate the whole thing, <laughs> and we want to hear the story. Oh,
2: man. I raised four boys, and one day one of them came home from school and had his snack like he usually does. And I got home and he says, hey mom, what's for dinner? And I said, oh, well we're gonna have fish sticks and the french fries. he goes, oh, you mean those ones that were in the freezer? And I said, yeah. He goes, well, I ate all the fish sticks. (laughs) It was a box of 40 fish sticks. That's so many fish sticks. Forty. Forty fish fish. Forty. 40. Four zero. That's 40 an entire school of fish
1: right there. <laughs> he ate a school of fish. <laughs> Listening to your stories about how you can't believe they ate the whole thing. Now, in Rachel's house, it sounds like somebody would like to eat the whole thing. But they don't get to. Well, our family
2: has this really incredible chicken salad recipe that we make, and it takes a long time. There's chopping and cutting and stirring and all of that stuff. So the rule at our house is you have to participate in the making of the chicken salad or you don't get any. Wow! And it makes this giant Tupperware bowl Full, you know, the kind that takes two arms to carry it. Yeah. yeah, That size. So we have assigned rules on who does what (laughs) tour. And then my poor husband, who doesn't actually ever help, but always throws in the, um, I bought all the ingredients. Can I have some? (laughs) (laughs) He actually gets a little tiny bowl, and he knows that's all he gets. And then the rest of it is consumed within one day. It is gone. Oh, my
1: goodness. You know we're going to air this call, and then everybody's going to be calling us and asking us for the recipe. I know. I know. And it's a family secret. I Literally, you have to be in the family or I can't share.
0: Oh, my goodness. My
1: daughters are going to use it to marry off themselves, saying, if you marry me, you can use the recipe. Now, what this grandpa said he loved about his grandkids I shouldn't have been shocked, but maybe I was a little bit surprised. So I was listening to a podcast and I was listening to uh, one of my favorite authors who happens to be a grandpa talk about how he rediscovered what the word delight means when he's around his grandkids. Okay. He said, I delight delight. In them. Which is not something we don't say a lot. Like, no. I delight in
0: this pizza. But, I delight in these grandchildren. You know, it's
1: a word that's used in the Bible many mm-hmm. times, and it says that we are supposed to delight in the Lord, and it says that the Lord delights in us. And this gentleman, Jerry, was talking about how, as a grandparent, he understands now what delight means because even when his grandkids are brats, and I am quoting, That's what he said. He said, yes, they are young and sometimes they are bratty. And even when they are brats, I still enjoy and delight in them. Oh, wow. And I was sitting there and I was putting my makeup on while I was listening to this podcast. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know all (laughs) about that because I grew up with strict parents. Mm -hmm. And then I grew up and had kids. And those strict parents became grandparents, and I saw how they delighted in my kids by letting them get away with stuff.
0: That's the job of the grandparent. You let the kids do whatever they want, then you send them off home to mom and dad.
1: In particular, my father. Oh, really? Is he the worst? Oh, so bad. So bad. You run into grandparents, and they're always showing you pictures, Mm -hmm. talking about their grandkids, just delighting in them. And that often means... That they let kids get away with stuff.
0: What did your grandparents let you get away with, Haley?
1: Eating
2: all the sugar that I really wanted to and then sending me home. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like the same, same concept as aunt and uncle. Oh, as yeah. Beauty, right? When I was younger, we used to go down to Missouri, Branson, two times out of the year. My aunts would always send me back for the six-hour car ride home with the noisiest toy.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs>
1: you know. Oh, there's a lot of layers to that.
0: Yep. <laughs> there
1: are. <laughs> Hey, Rachel, you have a story about grandparents letting you get away with something? It wasn't my grandparents, my mom. <laughs> spoiled my nephew. For a long
2: time, he was the only grandchild. So every Friday night, he would get to come over and he'd have a sleepover. And then every Saturday morning, they did whatever Paul wanted to do. And he would say, if one of us tried to step in, he'd say, I want to go with grandma. She lets me do whatever I want. (laughs) I'm also guilty of being the bad aunt Mm. or fabulous aunt, if you ask my nephew. Right. One year for Christmas, I got him a drum set. (laughs) And then I got him the individual M&M's. You could buy just a little bit of each color. Then I wrapped them separate. So every time he opened a box, he poured out some more (laughs) M&M's. My brother was so angry. He said, do you want to send him home with a Mountain Dew to wash that down with?
1: (laughs) Grandparents. Oh, they take such delight in their grandkids. (laughs) That often means they let them get away with stuff.
2: Growing up, my dad had a box of... Dinosaurs, cowboys that he played with all the time as a kid, but kept them very close to himself when I was a kid. There were mm-hmm. only special times, yeah, when I got to play with those, right? Because they're from the 1950s, 60s, you know, whatever. Now, when my son went over there and was being watched by my dad, those toys came out all the time. <laughs> I bet they did. I think my son, in the however many Years he'd been alive before my dad passed. Got to play with those more than I did in my entire lifetime. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I guess we know who was more special. Always the grandkid. Always. Always, Always. the, the grandkid. Grand oh, yeah. Do you have a person in your life that whenever they talk to you, you realize it, like, it could be an episode of a sitcom? Yeah. You know? We have one of those people here at work. She is our coworker and our friend. Her name is Luann. We have told you so many stories based on Luann. And Luann normally is here when we tell those stories. So it doesn't feel like we're talking about her behind her back. But she's not here this week. So we're talking about her behind her back. <laughs> she told us a story. And halfway through Luann's stories, I always have to say, wait, what? What did you just say?
0: Because she says it so just like offhandedly.
1: So she was talking about this day where she really, really, really wanted to wear a certain pair of slacks or pants Mm -hmm. to work. And so she did, but they were too long. Oh, bummer. So she did something to take care of them. But but the problem was that the thing that she did to take care of those pants when she came to work started really irritating her ankles. Because she stapled her pants.
0: She just took out a stapler and
1: (laughs) click, click, click. She stapled her pants. They're not going anywhere now. To be the right length because she was too cheap to take them and get them tailored. I mean, why would you
0: (laughs) when there's perfectly good staplers available?
1: I think she eventually went and did it, but she really wanted to wear those pants, so she stapled them. Luann,
0: you're not allowed to make fun of holes in jeans since you have staples in your pants.
1: (laughs) We were really giving our friend Luann a hard time because we found out she wanted to wear a pair of pants, didn't want to pay to get them tailored right away, so she stapled them so she could wear them to work. And then she was complaining that the staples were (laughs) chafing her ankles.
0: So naturally, we had to give her a hard time, but Jessie's coming to her defense. I'm just
2: saying that putting staples in your pants is not the most unusual thing you can do because... I've done it before. You just have to wear long socks with them or staple them with the smooth side on the inside.
0: Oh, man. You're a pants stapling expert.
2: Right. I have also been known to hem pants with duct tape. And that works fine, too, as long as you
1: don't forget to take the duct tape off before you wash them.
0: Oh, yeah. That could be a problem. it's a
1: gooey mess. (laughs) Yes. So recently, two of arguably our favorite artists... David Crowder and Toby Mac actually did a tour. Mm -hmm. And apparently at one point during the tour, they had to do six nights in a row because of some cancellations. And David Crowder and Toby Mac were talking about how hard it would be on their voices. And Toby told David, I don't think I can do it.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of high energy singing a lot of nights in a row. It
1: is. And David Crowder said that he had a foolproof remedy To keep their voices going. I mean, every vocalist
0: has one of these of like, it's hot tea with lemon. You sprinkle a little cacao on it.
1: He did mention that. And he says, it doesn't work for me. But he said at at some point during his career, somebody recommended that he use this as an anti-inflammatory for his vocal cords. And he says it works great. He's been in cities where he's realized he needed it. And he has used Uber Eats to go out and get (laughs) this for him and bring it back to him. And he's telling this story to a room full of thousands of Christian music broadcasters. And when he tells us what it is... (laughs)
0: The room fell apart.
1: The room fell apart. Except for Taylor and I who looked at each other and were like, yep, that's very David we're, we're Crowder. We're saying it's, this on the air. Okay. So this is what it is. This is David Crowder's. This is so crazy, but it actually works. Remedy for his voice. Preparation H.
0: Rub some of that on he his rubs throat. it
1: on his throat. Which
0: I'm also picturing he's got a beard in the way. How are you? You have to like work it in between the <laughs> bristles to get the full effect.
1: But he's. He says, I know it's crazy, but it works. I know it sounds crazy, (laughs) but I promise it'll work. Now, this was back during the stay at home time during uh, the pandemic. I couldn't get out and couldn't get my hair done fortunately the gal who is my stylist has been my friend for like 20 years so i was texting her one day and i was like jenny my hair is such a mess Mm -hmm. number one it's turning a color that i don't want it to turn (laughs) number two it's so dry Mm -hmm. i mean it really i really need a good moisturizer a good conditioner would you recommend something to me And, you know, when you're texting somebody and you see the three dots. Yep. So I'm watching the three dots as Jenny gets her. And Mm. Jenny is a a stylist. She has been doing this for many, many years. I ask her about all of my hair care needs. And so whatever she says, I know is going to be the absolute gospel truth when it comes to hair. Going to take it on faith. Do you know what she told me to do? What
0: did she tell you to do, Jen? She
1: told me to condition my hair with mayonnaise she's like wow i know it sounds crazy but this will absolutely work put mayonnaise on your hair let it stay there for 20 minutes and then rinse it out
0: have you done that absolutely not no
1: (laughs) no no you
0: didn't take her up on that no
1: no and i know she's probably right
0: I was waiting for you to be like, yeah, there's a jar of mayo in my shower now.
1: No, I couldn't do it.
0: I could not bring myself to do it. Just stick my fingers in that Hellman's jar. Ah. Right through the hair.
1: Hey, Kelly, do you have a story about it's crazy, but it works? My daughter, when she was little, put a noodle up her nose, and
2: I didn't want to stick the tweezers up there because I thought it would hurt her. So um, when I called the doctor's office, I couldn't get in. And the nurse said, well, off the record, you could try, like, the Hoover vacuum cleaner hose.
0: Oh. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and so it was really quick, and I did it to myself first, and it just jarred my brain a little bit, and the noodle came right out. <laughs> of your nose or hers? hers? Hers. I did it to myself though first because you don't put the Hoover vacuum cleaner hose up to your kid's face without you doing
0: it first. I read that in a lot of parenting books. Yeah. I've read that.
1: Hey, Andrea, do you have one of those? It's crazy, but it may work. Things. I do, and it could be a game changer if you like ice cream. Oh, really? Have you ever put
2: pepper on your ice cream so you didn't get an ice cream headache? (sighs) No, I have
0: not. Like black pepper?
2: Absolutely. And you do not taste it, but you will not get a brain freeze if you put pepper on your ice cream.
0: So I can just, like, shovel that stuff (laughs) nonstop and no brain freeze?
1: Yes. And do you have to put a lot yeah, or how, a little? How much pepper
0: are we talking here?
1: No, I really didn't. Just
2: like, I guess, if I were peppering my fries or something, you know, just, just some pepper. And I suppose you might have to reapply if you get down there a ways and, mm. you know, there's nothing
1: left. But, um, yeah, you really should try it. Well, we'll report back because I have a feeling Taylor's going to try it.
0: I'm going to have to eat a lot of ice cream really fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm really going to put this to the test.
1: We have filled our bowls Mm -hmm. with?
0: With ice cream.
1: Blue Bunny homemade vanilla ice cream. That is my spoon.
0: We yep. have been told that the way to prevent brain freeze is, I kid you not, put pepper on your ice cream.
1: And so, you know, it was almost like a dare. So since she dared us, we have to do it. You can't not. I so. mean, that is how my tongue got stuck to a pole. And no, I hadn't <laughs> seen the movie yet. But when I was a kid, my tongue did get stuck to a pole because somebody yeah. dared me to. So
0: she says you're supposed to pepper it just like you're shaking on your fries.
1: Which I don't put pepper on my so fries. So me I. do I? So All of I'm, this I'm unfamiliar.
0: Is... I'm going to put some okay. pepper oh
1: that's a lot of pepper <laughs>
0: <laughs> this could be a, here i gotta
1: okay now it smells okay. like pepper instead of vanilla mm, ice cream pepper
0: vanilla oh. okay you gotta take a massive bite I know. because otherwise you don't know if it's real okay okay
1: all right are we ready just
0: yeah one two, two three, three. Mm. Mm. <laughs> how do you know if it's preventing a brain freeze
1: i think you'd have to have a brain <laughs> i'm getting a lot of ice
0: cream right now this is great radio. Okay. Stop talking. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you this: I just ate like half a bowl in five <laughs> seconds, and I don't have a brain freeze yet.
1: <laughs> Again, I repeat: you'd have to have a brain. I'll
0: disagree with Andrea that I can taste the pepper.
1: <laughs> this tastes like somebody put sand on my. It's kind of grainy.
0: Well, I'm gonna keep, keep eating it. I think that's enough of that. <laughs> I didn't get a brain freeze. Did you get a brain freeze? No. How much of your ice cream did you eat?
1: About 2 bites.
0: I had I had about 5 big spoonfuls.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: Oh, hold on. I think I'm about to get a brain freeze. my Oh
1: my goodness, Taylor.
0: It's like I can feel it almost coming and then the Pepper Warriors fight it back. So, I say I say myth confirmed. Pepper keeps you from getting a brain freeze.
2: The Taylor and Jen podcast is a product of Northwestern Media, a ministry of the University of Northwestern St. Paul.
0: You can hear more from Taylor and Jen weekday mornings online at life1071.com or on the Life 107.1 app.